particular point, even mid-sentence, to give out anything that she gets. So that's okay with me, if that's okay with you. Um, some of you might feel maybe I should give the microphone right now. To <laughs> but don't worry. Um, just a prophetic word for the Bay Church. Um, I don't normally do this, but it's kind of... Anyway, so here we go. Um, it's, the, it's a two-parter. So part one you're going to hear, and then part two, I think, um, it's, it's to, to just chat with the core leadership because it's very exciting. But anyway, so the part one is that God asked me to listen to the ground, which he got me doing yesterday, which um, I was in pieces um, yesterday in our lounge, and some of you were witness to that. Um, but um, when I listen to the ground here at the front, um, um, there are certain pillars underground which are a metaphor or actually structurally, of course, there are foundations to the building, but there are spiritual pillars of this church. And around the pillars were uh, ribbons. And ribbons um, in the prophetic often means a promise. Um, and so I saw the pillars under the church and... and each one had a particular ribbon on it and each one had a particular color. And so not only is there a promise, um, you know, to the Bay Church and promises in the past and prophetic words that have been spoken to the Bay Church which are there still to be unwrapped because ribbons obviously are often round a present to be unwrapped. And there are certain things that... Um, are there to be unwrapped and the promise hasn't gone and no matter what the circumstances are or what we feel we're walking in or not walking in those promises are still there which is very exciting and there's a particular order as well which always it's always can always be a bit of a stress when people say things like this because there's a kind of order um, um, which the presence the ribbons need to be opened and you're you know when when somebody says that to you, you think oh my goodness I could blow it by not opening the first one first um it was God was saying actually um we will not miss it we will know the first ribbon to to pull and unwrap um and actually based on that we will know the next one so we will not know the order to begin with, but once we begin to unwrap, we will know the order at which to unwrap all the other ribbons and actually open up the other presents, which are there not only to bless the Bay Church, but to bless wherever the Bay Church has its reach, uh, has a voice, wherever it walks. Um, and these are not just the prayers of the people in this room or, or the leadership now. These are actually the promises that have happened in the past. And the words that have been spoken um, over this house of God's goodness and his strategy and everything else. And so, um, and there's something, an inheritance of this land that um, it's, there's, I've spoken on this before about desolate inheritances. Things which are promises that actually have been for others and for some reason they've not walked in it. And I sense that part of the, of, of the Bay Church is to pick up those desolate inheritances. So this, this house has an inheritance of itself that you walk in, that we walk in, that is ours. 
But then there are these desolate inheritances as well that it speaks about in Isaiah, which for some reason are the premature death or, or not actually fulfilling that path which uh, certain individuals who actually say, go and walk this way, inherit this. For some reason that hasn't happened. But the inheritance is still there. And God's asking you, as it were, to pick up the key of that desolate inheritance and go along and say, yeah, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that. Because at the minute, no one is picking up that de those desolate inheritances over this land, over this part of Newcastle, and over this region. Because that thing unlocks something else. It's the Isaiah 22, 22, anointing on that. Wow. So that's what I saw. So, um, yeah, so that's part one. Um, yeah. Whew. Yeah. Somebody, Leah, yeah, Leah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, just, um, also, I also, during worship, I felt like um, the, the Lord wanted me to um, lie on the ground and kind of listen and uh, speak, speak to this ground. And I, I just heard the <laughs> This may sound strange, but I just heard it saying, you've served, us, you've served me well. I feel like this land here that this church is based on, I, feel, I just felt like it was saying it was served well. Um, and then, yeah, however you want to interpret that, I just felt like it, was, it said it was served well. So, um, and, and I also feel, get a sense that part of a, the inheritance of this house is, um, is evangelism and is an outward expression of, of family into um, the community and the region and what that looks like. And I just feel like that's an inheritance in this church um, to, to this region. And so um, I feel like that's part of this next cycle in this church of expansion and shifting, shifting even from where we are. And so as Lisa was, uh, Leah, sorry, Lisa, Leah was, uh, was talking, um, uh, actually I did see the color of the first ribbon. So again, I submit this to the core leaders, is the fact that the first ribbon was blue. And blue speaks of communion with God, speaks of revelation. So there's, a, there's obviously anointing revelation on this church. But there's something about blue it signifies communion, communion with God and communion with each other. So there's connectivity. And we're already walking in that. We've already had messages of connectivity, of connection, of family. The fact that connection with each other and connection with God. And so, so I, I would suggest that actually the, the actions of, of, of our church is walking already in the reality of that color, of that promise. But there's an intentionality of saying, okay, let's actually unwrap the present. We know the color. We're walking in it. Let's just see how big this bow is. Let's see how big it is. It's, a, it's almost like an extravagant, you know, it's like, it's not one of these kind of little tiny little bows that, this is the kind of Harrods type bow. You know, this is the kind of the big fancy bow, Harrods type thing. You th and you think actually, and there's part, of, there's part of us sometimes thinks, actually, am I worthy to go and unwrap that bow? It must be for someone else. It's not. It's for us. It's for the Bay Church. And God is waiting. He said, this is for you. This is for you. <laughs> Don't wait for anybody else to open it. 
Okay, um, <laughs> so I want to talk about um, 50, the year 5780 and going into, um, that's the Jewish year that we're in, that we've walked into on September the 29th on Rosh Hashanah, but we're rapidly approaching 2020, which is the Gregorian calendar, and we have 16 days left before we enter that. And those 16 days are really important because actually you're thinking, get this year out of the way. No. 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 Because these are 16 days of alignment and a period of grace to get ready for 2020 and what we're walking in right now. So if anyone says to you, I'm just waiting to get this year out of the way. Don't even say, don't even agree with it. Don't say, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Say, actually, I don't know what you mean. Don't come under the power of that. Because then you can say, well, actually, I don't know what you mean because of this, this, and this. And you can begin to speak life into that person. So we've gone from 5779, and some of you will have heard me speak about that. And on September 30th, we went into 5780 in the Jewish year, yeah? So as a quick recap, 5779 is the year of faith, and it's the year of gold. Because the 79th element in the periodic table is gold. And... There's other things related to that year, but one particular element was, and you've, we've, uh, this is why it's important, because there's a connection. For those who were at the As One conference in, I think it was April of this year, um, there's a prophetic word about um, the camels are coming. And actually, I, I do believe, I think I... Actually, um, it was my fault. Um, so, um, but actually, I'm grateful to Alan for creating the space for that. Um, and what's that got to do with gold? Isaiah 60, verse 6 says, Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah, and all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. So you're thinking, oh my goodness, we're now in 5780. Have I missed that? No. Because the camels are coming. They've come and are coming. And actually, last year they didn't come for the first time in South Shields, and now they're back. They are now back. We did, I didn't know that when, when I said that prophecy in April. I didn't know the camels hadn't come for the first time in years in South Shields. And they're now back. Without going into any detail, I just want to offer to you the fact that camels facilitate surviving in the desert, but also represent provision because they they carry provision and they are provision because they carry water themselves, but they carry provision of gold and everything else we've read in Isaiah 60. 
So what you've gleaned and carried in the desert places during this year, which you've possibly written off and said, what was that all about? Is, about, is, going, is, is being ignited and flowing out of you. Remember what it says in scripture about who is this coming out of the desert, leaning on the arm of your lover. If you've been in a desert place, if you've been in a place, well, what is this all about? You're coming out of that desert with provision. You're coming out of the desert leaning on the arm of your lover, Jesus. What does this flooding look like? What does this water that's coming out of the desert, what does this provision look like? It could be, there could be authors in this room. God is, is wanting you to write a book. There are teachers in this room that are not teaching the word. Leah Harris. <laughs> That's two things I've done tonight that I don't normally do. Shake her. Songwriters, writers, sermon series, people who gather. There are people here who people gather to. So there's a shift in gears, there's a shift in the environment. And it's been happening during this year and it's, it's come to a crescendo as we've passed from 5779 to 5780. Does it mean it hasn't finished? It means it's, it's made you ready because it's given you provision for the vision that God is giving you in 2020, because 2020 is all about vision. We know that, yes? It's more than that, but we know that 2020 vision in the natural, but God is giving you provision for the vision. But Mark, you're going to say to me, because you all know about the Jewish alphabet, you know that it's 22 letters, you know that it's got phonetic sounds, you know the fact that it's got a numerical value, and you know that each letter has a prophetic symbol. So you're going to say to me, Mark, yes, but we've moved from the 70s, which is represented by the um, Jewish symbol um, ayin, which is an I, into the 80s, 5780, which is actually pi, which is mouth. So have we done with all our seeing now? No. Of course not. Because we're supposed to taste and see that the Lord is good. Because what we do with our mouth is to taste and speak. So that's why there's that, that, that and I'll find, I think it's um, Psalm 34 verse 8. Is about taste and seeing that the Lord is good. Because Moses saw the promised land and Joshua tasted it.
We've seen stuff. And God has shown you stuff. And now he's wanting you to start tasting it. He's been showing you the promised land. And now he's saying, now's the time to begin to taste it. Do not hesitate. Open the ribbon. Open the box. Don't just keep looking at that ribbon. Don't just keep looking at it. Open the box. Taste it. Begin to talk about it. Begin to proclaim what you see. Show. Yeah. Um, I'm just, just hearing the, another verse in the Bible. It, the Lord says, I declare the end from the beginning. And I just get the sense the Lord is like wanting people to declare the things that they do not see as though they were. So start speaking out the things that God has spoken to you, even if you don't see it in the natural realm. Um, because we, we call forth our future into the present. Yeah. Come on, that's right. That's right. Okay, and there's a grace on that to do that. There's a grace to do that. 5780, 5780. Five is grace. Seven is, it's, it's time. It's time. Eight is new beginnings because eight people came out of the ark. God is actually speaking to you about new things. And you've been seeing them. And for some of you in the room, actually since, um, whoa, since the end of September to about now, you felt really fidgety and almost like, what is happening to me? Because actually I, there's something going on. It's almost like a holy stirring in you, but you don't know what it is. Can anybody identify with that feeling? I have my hand up and several others have. It's almost, I just need, it's, it's almost, I want to, it's, it's, you don't feel constrained, but you do feel constrained. You, you don't, there's something fidgety about you, but you have peace as well. It's this kind of paradox, the fact that there's, there's, there's kind of contradictory things going on in your life. It's because we're in that transition from actually seeing and now wanting to, God is saying, now you begin to start tasting. Yeah? Which is why there's an alignment right now until we hit 2020 where God's given us the grace to be aligned to fully step into that which he's showing you. That's why do not wish away the last days of this year. And say let's get this done because actually God is doing an amazing thing in the waiting Think about 80, 57, 80, Jewish year. And we thought about what Moses was doing. How old was he when he led the Israelites, Israelites out of Egypt? He was 80. Deuteronomy 34, verse 7 says, Moses was 120 years old when he died. And having spent 40 years in the wilderness, which means by my simple mathematics, 120 minus 40 is 80. He was 80 when he led the Israelites out of Egypt. Which is why it says, 
in Psalm 81, verse 10. It's more than this, but that's in this context. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Connection with Moses and 80. So what's the mouth got to do with this? Because 80 means mouth in the Jewish alphabet. And then it says, the verse, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Yeah? I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. When we read Egypt, we see freedom from slavery. We see freedom of stuff that the enemy would want to seek to bind us up with, to focus on what we cannot do rather than what we can do in Christ. Is a freedom from constriction, is a freedom from bondage, is a freedom from from that which would oppress us. So it's not, it's not a passive acceptance of slavery and bondage. It's saying, I'm going to be led out of here. I'm going to be led out of that slavery. Sorry, we're just having a little bit of a break because it's, this has been recorded. So if there's any disruption at the front, it's really difficult to, <coughs> to keep a track of what's going on. So... We're fine. So in terms of provision, and then we'll go on to how we can align to the promises. Remember a guy called Barzillai in the Old Testament? No. No. Well, he's found in 2 Samuel 19. And he's a guy that actually provided for David during the Absalom time. Remember when Absalom came, David was booted out and everything else, and this guy actually provided, yeah? And David said, on his way back, cross over with me and stay with me in Jerusalem and I will provide for you. How old was Barzillai? He was 80. There's a connection between the year that we're in now, 57, 80, and the camels are coming because they're still coming and they are here and they're bringing provision and there is now still provision in the year 57, 80 for us to taste and to speak and proclaim. Without giving any detail because this is recorded, I have spoken out, I thought I would test this year, of sp- this year speaking out. So for those that know me um, and what I do during the rest of the week, I spoke out three things which were all connected to one item. It, it needed resources, money, it needed people, and it needed location. I spoke out those three things. I said, okay, God, this is a year of speaking it out. 
I spoke it to a small group of people to make it accountable. Within two weeks, everything came into being, into alignment, because I spoke out that which I felt God was saying me, was telling me. I'm a scientist. I tested it. I encourage you to do the same. In the natural, it was impossible. Well, it wasn't impossible. It was possible in about 18 months, but it was impossible in two weeks. Okay, so I'm excited. I hope you are. So the reason why it happened quickly, do you want to know? Because what is the 80th element in the periodic table? <laughs> Alan had it, but it's just gone. It just went out of his mind. Do we have any chemists in the room? <laughs> it's silver. Sorry, it's not silver. It's mercury. It's mercury. So what is the other name for mercury? Quicksilver. So in this year 5780, there is a quickening. In this year of Mercury, there's a quickening to what God is going to do. So what was going to take a long time is happening really quickly. I can give testimony to that. Offline, I can give you the details. <laughs> But actually, the silver is redemption. Redemption. Who wants to step into the reality of that redemption? Because, it, it, because actually, through the blood of Jesus, we have been redeemed and all things have been redeemed. But it's walking in the reality of that. It's not doing anything to earn that. It's walking in the reality of that. Do we, have we got that? Because the enemy wants us, and the religious spirit wants us to feel that we have to earn that. No. We, we've got it all now. The fridge is open and it's ours. Don't exist on a stale bit of bread on a plate when the fridge is open and there's big neon lights saying, Mark, there's the fridge, open it, eat from it. Hmm. So, as we speak, what happens when we speak? What happens when we go into a room and say stuff, whether it's positive or negative? What happens? What happens with other people if they come into a room when we're at work or otherwise, and they come in and they speak? What changes the atmosphere? What measures the temperature of an atmosphere? Thermometer. What is in a thermometer? Mercury. There's a prophetic metaphor for us. So in the year of Mercury, what comes out of our mouth can set the temperature of the place that we go into. Shall I say that again? Because I need to hear that. So, wh so what in the, in the year of 5780, which is in the year of Mercury Quicksilver, which um, is in found in thermometers, when we walk into a room, we could proclaim the goodness of God, the peace of God, the strategy of God. Kingdom of heaven come. Love of God come. We change the spiritual temperature of that place, of that street, of that church, of that bit of coastline, of that road.
and that is not just for me. And the first five people on the front row, it is for us all. Ha. Because the power of the, of the word of God in our mouths. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. So you can speak to the land. Land, land, hear the word of the Lord. Jeremiah 22, verse 29. Exodus, uh, no, so Ezekiel 37, verse 4, where God says to Ezekiel, no, you prophesy to the bones. And Ezekiel said, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So things hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord had been spoken to the, to the foundations in this place and those promises that I was seeing earlier on. Proclaim the goodness of God to the land upon which you walk. And those dry bones that people would see and tell you about, but you see an army, will begin to happen and begin to, to come to pass. So in the last few minutes, what is God doing in these days before 2020? Because there's a convergence of those years on New Year's Eve. Why is that? Because in the year of 2020, what, what number do you get when you add 57, 80 together? Or 5, 7, and 8, actually not 80. 5, 7, and 8. 20. You get a convergence of the two. And actually, this time of alignment that we have, these 16 days, between now and when these, the, the convergence where there's a year of vision, not Eurovision, year of vision, all right? Eurovision is a completely different thing. Um, and actually proclaiming and tasting that the Lord is good, to taste and see that the Lord is good. What is the alignment? It might just be a few millimeters. I'll give you an example. On Friday afternoon, I spent an hour in the opticians with my new very focal glasses. Thank you very much. I know you like them, right? Um, saying to the optician, I know these are fine. Everything's the same as before, except the prescription's changed a little bit. But the position, you know, everything, the glasses look fine. But there is something different about the way I'm perceiving the world in the sense that it actually doesn't feel right. And she was saying, well, actually, she was amazing. All right, again, I shall recommend the optician offline. I see. Um, but um, amazing. And then she said, well, let's measure, do all this measurement. So it took for to, you know, a long time. And then she said, actually, there is a difference. Because I said, I feel these glasses are slightly lower than my previous ones. And my head is having to work differently and I can't perceive as well and everything else. And basically, she changed the height of the glasses by about two millimeters, three millimeters, because we're very focal, you have lines of vision. That corrected everything. That small adjustment meant the fact that my world is, is clear, 
So actually what God is doing in these 16 days, it might be that he's saying, you have, you have it all. I have them all. I had the glasses. I have, I've got them. But actually, God, you know, it's like, well, well, can we just move these up like a couple of millimeters? Yeah. Because then when we move into the year of vision, we can see everything that God puts before us because he's putting before you a spacious place. Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two. he's given you keys this year for doors that you're walking in through right now. And actually, for some of us, for, you know, that actually you're standing at the door thinking, okay, what do I need to do? You need to start walking. You need to start walking to those spacious places. And actually, if you're going to walk in those spacious places, you, you'll, you'll need to see all the details. And God wants you to see everything that he's taken such a long time to put into place for you. My goodness, do you know how much trouble he's gone just for you? Do you know how much trouble he's gone to for you? When you spend a lot of time on a present for someone and they open it up and don't see the detail, you feel disappointed. God has put in a lot of detail for you. He wants you to see all the detail and all the time and all the trouble because he's made it bespoke for you. And he wants you to see everything. He's adjusting our line of sight, maybe, in these last few days before we move into that year of vision. Because he doesn't want us to miss anything. He wants us to fully appreciate all the trouble that he's gone. And actually, the present that we're going to give and what we see, we're going to pass to others. It's not just for us. So the last thing I want to say is, well, Mark, you've talked a lot about 5780. It sounds all very good. You know, Jewish year. What about the Gregorian year of 2020? Well, 20... There were 20 years that um, Jacob had to serve hard labor for Laban. There was 20 years that um, Israel was kept under King Jabin. And remember when, um, when Deborah came, yeah? You can read about that in Judges 4, 1 to 3, and 6 and 7. People cried out for help. So after 20 years, that oppression was over. And going back to the, the analogy that we had at the beginning where Moses saw the promised land and Joshua tasted it. How old were the ones that were not allowed in? Lord said the ones 20 years and older were not allowed in, Numbers 14 to 29. So something about there's a cutoff at 20. In the other words, actually, that which we have been struggling with. You're going to say something, Leah? No. That which we've been struggling with. It's almost like a heavenly decree saying enough is enough. The oppression is lifting. Freedom has come begin to walk out because that, those circumstances which has kept you in a place that you have not felt comfortable in is being released. 
That's why you need to see and taste and speak about that the Lord is good. Because you will have stories to tell. And the power is in the testimony. The power is in the stories of every individual that is in this room and everybody that is listening to this recording. The fact that you will have a, you will have a testimony of the goodness of God as you walk and speak about that land that God is taking you into. That is not a borrowed story. That is not someone else's story. That is not a story that when somebody challenges you, you cannot check out the details with. Because this will be your story. And people will be changed by the story of Jesus in your life. And what are you speaking to you about now? So my prayer is right now, and then we're done, is Lord God, we just thank you for the transition of the year from gold. Lord God, we thank you that we're in the year of a quickening and redemption, of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, of speaking out and changing atmospheres, even in our own house tonight. Come on. And some of you might just need to go home and anoint your doorposts and speak out the promises of God to your hallway, to your house, even around your garden. To speak it out. To change the atmosphere around your house and in your house. So when people come into your house, they are not negative anymore. So where people would walk into your house or your office and they just talk, they just gossip, that actually becomes a gossip-free zone. Okay, you can test that one. And thank you, God, that we're actually, you're aligning us right now so that we will see and taste that we will be there'll be a, a there'll be a breaking off of that which is actually oppressed maybe not us but our family members and lord god we just thank you for the stories and in the words of habakkuk write it down make it clear so that we can run with it in jesus name amen 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 amen